Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here at The Return, a National Day of Prayer and Repentance in Washington, D.C. You can see the U.S. Capitol behind me and Tony Perkins is a longtime friend of the movement. He is president of Family Research Council in Washington, D.C. Tony, welcome to the program. Dr. Chaps, good to see you. So I'm, I'm so humbled and honored to be part of this movement. God is doing something here at The Return the likes of which I think our movement has, has never seen. Kevin Jessup and, and Rabbi Jonathan Kahn have been planning this for five years, and now it's all coming together. Tens of thousands of people on the mall, and it coincides with an event you marched in today with Franklin Graham. Talk about that. Yeah, I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to participate in, in both events, and it's, uh, you know, this is a divinely organized day. Yeah. When you think the president, on Saturday afternoon making an announcement to fill a vacancy on the Supreme Court. He actually wanted to do it earlier in the week, uh, but it's being done after this place has been satur saturated with prayer. Right. Uh, and we've had thousands, tens of thousands that have converged on the mall here in Washington, D.C., as you mentioned, marching from the Lincoln Memorial down to the Capitol. And it's it, it, it tells me, and as I walked through there, uh, prayer groups, people off to the side praying, young people praying. Uh, God is at work. He is. God is doing something and for these events to coincide on the same day for, uh, as you said, tens or even maybe hundreds of thousands of people here in Washington. Um, what, what is the purpose of the return? Why are people gathering to pray? Well, America needs to return to God. Uh, this also happens to be the 400th anniversary of the pilgrims coming to this country seeking to establish community based upon the Word of God. And they made a covenant with God. This is a covenantal nation and that we said we're going to follow you and God has blessed this nation but we've departed from that covenant. When you look at what's been happening just this year alone where you see the, the coronavirus that has people hiding in fear. Uh, you've got the lawlessness in our streets, the looting. You've got the economic downturn. You know, all of these things uh, tell us that we're a nation that is in trouble and we need God. And God has told us uh, in his word that if we will turn back to him, if we will return to him, seek his face as we humble ourselves, confess our sins, he'll forgive us and he'll yeah. heal the land. And that's what we need. So you really think this is not so much a political movement, but a spiritual return to God and God's blessing may come. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no, this is not a political event. Um, now, d d everything we do spills over into the culture, but as, I mean, I, I'm not looking at this as a political event. This is not a political rally. This is calling America to do business with God. Yeah. You know, politics, uh, political leaders come and go. And we're still wrestling with the same issues we were wrestling when I was when I was in high school. They're only worse. Yeah. Um, now I'm grateful for this president, most pro-life president that we have ever had. Uh, religious liberty, you know what uh, religious liberty, how oh, it's yeah. been at stake, even in our nation's military. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the Department of Defense has been slow to get on board with uh, the f religious freedom agenda of this president, but just recently releasing new guidelines for that. So a lot of cleanup still to be done in our military, but it's moving in the right direction. So I'm excited that we've had four years of Donald Trump. I hope we have another four years of Donald Trump. But this is about something much deeper, much more profound, and much more lasting. 
yeah. and that is a return to the God who established this nation, blessed this nation, and made it the greatest nation on the face of the earth. And you talk about religious liberty as a political thing, but the right to assemble, the right to pray, uh, the right for churches to even have worship is under fire in some states like California because of the COVID crisis. There are governments coming after religious freedom across America, and that's why Family Research Council has our back. Talk about the organization and what do you guys do? Well, we've been uh, in the city since 1983, and uh, what we do is we uh, advocate for policies that affect the family from a biblical perspective. We're unapologetically Christian. We, uh, we, we come at everything through the lenses of Scripture. But religious freedom is now, in the last 10 years, has been our number one issue because it affects everything that we do as believers. You know, we're called, whatever you, whether you eat or drink, do all for the glory of God. Yeah. And so we believe you, you need to be able to do that in the workplace. You need to be able to do it at home obviously be able to do it in the church, but in entertainment. Uh, everywhere we go in society, we shouldn't have to check our faith at the gate or at the door. And so we advocate for that right. And, and again, this administration has been the most favorable in that sense. But here's the thing about our religious freedom, is that you know we can't lock it away in a box and say we have a First Amendment and it's there and we're gonna watch over it. We've gotta use it. We've gotta exercise it. And like you did, it sometimes means we have to stand up and we're going to face opposition, we're going to face ridicule, we'll be criticized even by some of our own friends. But you know what? That's what happens when you have a fear of God, a reverence for God. Because when you fear God and you reverence Him, the other stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. I, I've known you or known of you, I, I think for almost 15 years now, as I've been part of the conservative movement. But I learned something new about you today, and that is I met your wife, Lawana, and your father. Together, you've been uh, together for 38 years. You have five children. And she told me you commute from Louisiana to Washington every week for this work. I do. I've been doing that for 17 years, uh, back and forth. Didn't want to move my family here um, because I wanted my family unit to all be together with the extended family. And uh, so I've been, been doing that for a while. Yeah. So your commitment to your wife and children uh, is more important to you because you're, the inconvenience of having to fly every weekend he flies to see his kids and, and his wife. You're, you're leading, when, you, when they say Family Research Council, you're leading by example with your own family. And we do. I'm, I'm here three to four days a week and then I'm home. And, but we're very intentional about our time. I don't have any outside uh, other interests other than our church. And, and uh, you know, I've been discipling my, my children since they were born. Yeah. And, and that's my first priority. And my wife and I have always stayed in, you know, these conversations. Is this working? It's unorthodox, I yeah. will tell you, to uh, to get on a plane every week for 17 years and fly up here. But the Lord has blessed us because we have intercessors. We put God first in our family. I have a wonderful wife who's homeschooled our children. Yeah. And that's been probably the biggest issue is that I haven't had to go in and, and uh, unprogram or deprogram my children from the indoctrination of the public schools. Yeah. And so uh, just the Lord's blessed us. We're grateful for, for the opportunity he's given us to be at the Family Research Council for all these years. Um, is there anything you want our audience to do? Should they go to your website, sign up for something? Well, here's what I would challenge uh, folks to do, Dr. Chaps, is to, there's three things we're asking people to do. Pray, vote, and stand. And uh, we have a website. We're actually asking people to take the challenge to pray, 
vote and stand. We want to see a million Christians that will take that challenge. Then go to prayvotestand.org, prayvotestand.org, and take the challenge to pray, to pray for our nation, to, to vote their biblical values, and to stand for truth in the face of this cancel culture. Uh, I think that's good advice. Prayvotestand.org is a website where you can get involved and uh, what better thing can we do for America but pray for our country, vote like, our, like the election depended on it because it does, and stand for Jesus Christ and the culture of, of biblical values. Tony, thanks for coming on the program. Dr. Japs, always great to see you. All right. Our guest has been Tony Perkins. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit or click on the recurring monthly pledge sponsor to become a regular sponsor of our program. If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-ObeyGod. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.